Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. Indeed, from Los Angeles, Mike Dowler here. This is Conversations Radio, episode number 137. Our guest tonight is going to be Darren McLeod and my co-host, returning co-host actually, Lilo Beyer. I said her name right. Hey, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. If you want to go ahead and email us, conversationspod at gmail.com. Great shows on the way. Those shows are all episodes of Conversations Radio. You can go to the iTunes store, search Conversations Radio, and voila, they're all right there. They're on Amazon Music, they're on Spotify, Google Play, everywhere. Just Google them and you'll, you'll, you'll find them. Great show tonight. First of all, our co-host, no stranger to Conversations Radio. She joined us a while back and uh, she's an actress. She's a singer. She's all things entertainment. She's been doing this since she was four years old. Well known for her role in the Singapore Grip. She was also in uh, Ollie and Friends, Go Iguana, and she's got music out. We'll play that tonight. And uh, really, an all-around just great performer. She's from Singapore, but now in Los Angeles. She's the real deal. From Southern California, Lilo Beyer. Lilo, how are you? Hi, Mike. I'm good. How are you? Fine, thank you. And you were, uh, I said your name right again, which is good. Yes, you did. I'm, I'm very pleased. <laughs> so how are things with you? It's been a while now. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been crazy. I've been good. I've been pretty busy doing a lot of new music. Um, I have a few new projects. Um, and, of course, busy with school. And I just started driving, which was really cool. I just got my permit, which is exciting. How have you been? Been great. Yeah, we talked the other night. And, uh, yeah, your mom said you were driving. So how's that going? I mean, it's definitely something. Um, <laughs> I have all my driving lessons done. So I'm taking on the road with my mom. It's been stressful. Today was my very first like actual day driving um, just with her. And it was so scary, but I was calm. I took it slow. So where'd she um, take you? Where'd you, where'd you? where'd you drive at? Um, I drove down Ventura Boulevard. Oh, geez. Um, I know. It was, nice. it was a wild first time, but that is, I just um, wanted to take it. Yeah. yeah, trial by fire. Wow. Usually you I start, know, you start I, like, like yeah. parking lots or something. I went straight to Ventura Boulevard oh and then I went into this little shopping center and I parked and I was in the line. I was kind of diagonal, but I was still in the line. So it was all good. <laughs> well, parking lots really, I mean, they're a good, uh, a good test for sure. Especially like Costco, you go into Costco, that lot is nuts. Cause you've got it's the, crazy. you've got the gas station there and you've got the cars and you've got People yeah. double park to load their stuff in, big screen TVs mm -hmm. and whatnot. But well, yeah, you'll get it. And are you, you haven't bought your own car yet, obviously. Um, I do have a car. Oh, um, my there parents you go. got me a car. Um, so that soon when I have my license, I can, because I'm so busy, I can start driving myself everywhere, which is going to be fun. So your eye is on the prize. My eye is definitely on the prize. Oh, great! Ooh, I'll get there soon. <laughs> So um, you got music out as well. We'll play that a little bit. Uh, you 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 really are busy. You are a busy uh, a busy gal for sure. Oh yeah, I'm super busy. 
And I've gone to a lot of events recently, which has been super fun. I don't really have many free days, but I mean, I love what I do, so I don't really need them. Those are technically like my free days. So So let me guess, did you go to Harry Styles? I didn't. I really, I really wanted to. Actually, my best friend went and she said it was amazing. She had a blast and she sent me all the different videos. So technically I was there. I lived through it, but I sadly didn't actually get to go. He's amazing. Totally deserves the Grammy. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And you know what? He he works hard. Yeah, he does. He works hard and does great music too. And he's such such a nice guy. Just a nice guy. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, I, I flashed a, um, a autograph. This is, a, this is actually a Mel's Diner placemat. And Ooh. basically, I was in Mel's about, oh, about six months ago. Mm-hmm. And who walks in? Are you ready for this, guys? You're sitting down. Gwen Stefani and Blake Sheldon. No Sheldon. way! And I've met no Gwen, I met Gwen before about, about 12 years ago. No. She's stunning. She is absolutely stunning. So it's yeah, like, hey, definitely. Gwen, and I showed her the picture on my phone. She goes, I still have that running suit. <laughs> and of course, Blake wanted to see it too. So that's that. Oh, the, things that's so the things that happen yeah. when you're in LA, yeah. LA is a crazy place. You run it into is. people all the time. It, and it's almost like, it's like, come on, really? It's like, it it's always happens. Big celebrity tonight. Dear McLeod, just wonderful. Yes, dear, you should turn your mic on. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I just saw that. I'm getting used to Zoom. Dear McLeod is from Conroe, Texas. That's yes, a I suburb am. of Los Angeles. She's an actress and a singer, Dare to be Different. Uh, dare to be Dare. She uh, is on a Apple TV Plus show called Ghost Rider. She plays Charlie with no E. C-H-A-R-L-I. No, no E. Yeah. And again, a singer. And she's got a charity as well, uh, Dare to Read. Really into reading, really an influencer, and in a big way, is just uh, making the grade out there, doing great. She's been on Cupid Cami. She's been on Danger Force. I've got a friend that did uh, some extra work on that as well, as a matter of fact. Oh, my gosh. She's got a new song called Hey, Honey, and we'll play that in just a bit. From Conroe, yeah. Texas. Everything's big in Texas, by the way. Dare McLeod. Dare, hey. Hey. It's How so good you? to talk. I'm so excited to be here. Now, I got to tell you, I talked to Lila the other night. She has never been to Whataburger. <gasps> That's no. a crime. It is it's amazing. It's a crime. Okay. What is, that? is that a burger place? Okay, Huge. so here's the deal. Whataburger is a Texas staple. So if any town is, is it completely has nothing else but a gas station, it will have a Whataburger. That is what it has. It Because Whataburger is something that is just... I don't know where it started. No Texan can tell you why, but we love Waterburger. It's, it's pretty bad. incredible. It's pretty incredible, by the way. And the shakes are good. Um, and the, yeah. So next time you go to Texas. Is it just like burgers? Is there a reason it's called water burgers, Or is it just like burgers? Yeah. Well, the whole, actually, and I didn't even realize this until literally like two years ago. Water burger is called water burger because it's what a burger Water burger. They're known for their burgers, just, what just like a burger. I thought they meant like burger. water, like no, I didn't what? know this either. <laughs> oh, no. wait, that's actually so smart. Well, y'all, yeah. y'all say it so fast. That's what it is. Water burger, you know. Water burger. Water burger. Yeah. yeah. Of course, it, it, you know, it's, it's like out here. It's it's in and out, and all they do is mm-hmm. burgers, which is great. I get kind of 
disenchanted. I mean, for example, you go to Carl Jr. now. Right. And it's like, please, really? Can you just make a simple menu? And then what's really bad now is Arby's. Arby's is, you know, is, is all words that we want now. Now it's chicken and fish and everything else. I'm a traditionalist. I want to go and I want a burger. You know, mm-hmm. and Whataburger is yeah. a, a good deal. Now, if you go to the Northwest, like like uh, Oregon and Washington, it's uh, Burgerville. That's their what? Uh, yeah, Burgerville. What is that's, Burgerville? That's like a, what a, it's like a Whataburger for Oregon. So there oh, you have wow. it. Oh wow, people really yeah. like their burgers. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm glad that you guys aren't vegetarian. Are you? You're not. Uh, you're, no. You guys, you no. like meat? You guys, you guys like bacon too? Bacon. It's all about bacon. Oh, bacon. Okay, now. Amazing. Question. Okay, bacon or sushi? <gasps> sushi. Yeah. Bacon. Really? <gasps> no. Okay. Hear me out. If I, I just don't like fish. I cannot eat fish except for salmon teriyaki from Japanese restaurants. But wow. That I just can't eat fish, so I would have to choose bacon. Lilo, I, I thought we were off to such a great start, and then oh, you just no. had to say. The- I'll, I'll win. <laughs> I'll win you back with something else. I'll win you back. Just go okay. Ahead. Okay. Well, I grew up in San Francisco, so again, in San Francisco, if you don't eat fish, or shellfish, or crab, uh, you got to leave town because they'll 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 find cool. you. I, then like I would a, not fit in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you're you're from Singapore, though, Lilo. Do you, do you eat fish there? Oh yeah, it's a lot of seafood. A lot of seafood. And so, um, my my brother, he's like big on seafood. He will eat anything. Um, and so we always joke that he was like properly raised in Singapore. Sure. But yeah. me, and my sister, we are so picky. We don't eat anything. Um, and in Singapore, we always had to make special requests when we went somewhere. Um, and be like, can we just have plain this, plain that? Um, so yeah, that was literally me. I I was the worst. I was the pickiest eater for the longest time. I think this was from uh, from baby to essentially six or seven years old. Mm-hmm. I would only have chicken nuggets, spaghettios, yep. and American cheese slices. American cheese slices, like I by. Can- I yes, can tell you, by itself. Just can, eating the slices, oh. like in the in the weird packages. I hate it now. I don't know why I liked it. I also, when I was a baby, ate so many sweet potatoes, my nose turned orange. I read that. I no that, way. That's Your really true. That's a thing. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, well, I, I gotta be careful. Wow. I'll, I'll tell you a story about uh, uh, Steve Perry from Journey back in the day. They were on uh-huh. tour in Japan. And everybody else, what else was eating fish and sushi, and he had fried chicken. So you gotta just kind of request <laughs> stuff, and you know. That's and even so even myself, we, we we've been cruising a lot the last year, and we just got back from twenty five days at sea. And every night it's something different, but we ate a lot of fish, which is, was fantastic. Because you know you can get steak anywhere, you know you can get burger anywhere, but hot, but there's a lot of different fishes and stuff that you can you can that. You can get I actually have to disagree with that. Go ahead. You can't get good steak anywhere. Well, you have yeah. To. You're biased, though. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I was raised on really good steak. Yeah. So it's really hard for me sometimes to be like, oh, for example, I had never tried Outback until three years ago in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. I never had it because I was told like Outback is not that good for steak. So I never went. And I went with like um, some of my team and I was like, this is actually okay. I like this. This is good. Good stuff. You know, my, 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 my nephews are living in uh, Richmond, Texas, which is not too far from you actually. 
And they often will go out and I don't want to offend anybody, but they'll go, they'll out and get they'll buy a cow. But of course, it's not going moo, and they've got steaks for like you know a year. You know, it's crazy, and they got that yeah. smoker, so they're smoking stuff and and everything. So it's it's good stuff. They're all prepared. I like yeah, it. They, yeah, thing in Texas, they like they like their barbecue. They like yeah. the, they like the the backyard fire pit. That's the other thing that's good. You know, you, to the point where you smell like smoke when you leave. Yes. You know? So <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Hey, let's uh, dive in. So glad to have you guys on here, and uh, we've got a lot of time here. And uh, again, we're doing Zoom tonight, which is a lot easier. Hey, by the way, dear, what's on your shirt? Are those cats? Yes, they are cat people. Cat people. They are people in suits and cat people suit dresses. Any wow. um, any Whataburger wrappers in the room there? No. No. Okay. Oh, I hid them all in the corner, so you couldn't oh, see. Oh, them, good. So okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you wanted that aesthetic background. Didn't want any Whataburger in there. <laughs> Dare, welcome to conversation. Not sponsored. <laughs> no, yeah, no sponsors here. Yeah, we're not affiliated. Dare, welcome to Conversations Radio. Glad to have you on. Happy you are here. a native of Texas. Now, were you born in Conroe? Yes, uh, actually, mm, slightly. So you only would know this if you're actually from Texas. But it, next to Conroe is the Woodlands, yes. and I was born in the Woodlands. So that's like more of the city upscale part of that section sure. where I'm from. So my mom and dad, we lived we lived there for around two years when I was born. And then we decided it was getting too crowded. So we left and we went to the town a little bit north. My family, I, I've got family that should live in Kingwood. So oh, that's right there. Kingwood. So yeah. So I know that well, I know it very, very well. From Kingwood, so I should kind of be like, no. Yeah, it's all <laughs> off FM 1960. That's the... Uh, the road there but you're from texas and you split your time between here and los angeles and you've been working uh steadily for for years now you're 16 15 i'm 15 15 and okay. i'll be 16 in september when did it all start for you was it was it the music or was it the acting i think actually if you think about it that's a good question because it started with both actually because i started in musical theater in local theater and when I was in musical theater, I did like a little camp when I was around four or five years old. And I was the type of family who came from sports. We were very sports oriented, but also my family loved music and loved acting and all of that. My dad was in a drama and a band and my mom used to sing in beauty pageants. So I already had kind of grown up with the idea of we're going to support you in whatever you want to do. So give everything a shot why not what band was your dad in by the way oh my dad uh it was like an 80s cover band for like 30 to 40 years and uh he still sometimes will do a drop-in appearance some days wow really yeah we we talked to your dad you know a while back and yeah he's good people Mm -hmm. for sure uh, (laughs) there are no bad people in texas i don't think really yeah, we're we're really nice. I feel like we're in the sense of there's Canadians and then there's us. Yeah. So that's kind of where we are on the spectrum of niceness. Canadians so, <laughs> Canadians never get pissed off about anything. They're always just so happy. Yeah, and, bro. It's insane. I'm kind of jaded because I've been in California my whole life and uh, I've seen both sides. And uh, yeah, when you travel, you notice that right away. Even Hawaii, when I went to Hawaii uh, last month, so nice and people are just, oh, just yeah. wonderful you know so nice. yeah. and um i ate, I ate spam 
That was bad, but but uh, spam is good. <laughs> spam is like the the Hawaiian staple. I mean, it's everybody. It's yeah. like yeah, it's honored. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, this is called. That's why it's called conversations because it's just a conversation. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so you did musical theater, and was it something you had to beg your parents, or did they kind of say, okay, sure, let's go for it? They were definitely all on board. They actually were one of the people who told me about it and suggested it. They were like, hey, you want to try this? I'd be, and I said, sure. So I, I tried it out. I think my first role ever was in the Jungle Book. I was Ooh. monkey number three. I did not have a name. And my one line was in song. And I said, and me, enthusiastically. So I, uh, I literally just hammed it up. And I think I was late. I think I missed oh. my cue. I think oh. I missed it. But I actually, I really loved it. Even though it was such a small part, it did definitely ignite that spark and the passion for sure. acting and singing. I think that was the double whammy in a way. Musical theater, a lot of folks are, are, are get their start in that. And oh, yeah. they love it and they would like to do both. But obviously it's very hard to do a television series or a movie and do theater at the same time because it's a commitment like about oh, six yeah. months i mean from audition to when the curtain rises it's a lot of a lot of work oh yeah so it's it's crazy like it's absolutely insane how how much work it does take to not only put on a tv show like it takes a lot of work to put on a tv show but also an equal amount if not more goes into a stage production because every single night you don't have the chance to do it again. No. So you have to yeah. just roll. If something breaks, you got to keep going. If something, if someone forgets a line, if someone is sick, you have to keep going. So it's it's all about kind of the quick thinking and being really fast on your feet. And I think that's also why I was pretty good at improv and things like that when I was thrown in situations and auditions or for sketch comedy shows. I would be really good at that because that's, what musical theater is the sure. foundation is just thinking on your feet yeah, yeah i totally agree because i also grew up in musical theater um that was like my whole life i did international touring musicals um and plays um and so yeah it really teaches you to like think quick on your feet because there's so much happens like one time i was on stage in um it was the play 1984 the international touring play um, wow. Yeah. And I was standing on stage and I had to be on the ground holding an ice cream with like a, a like a cone, ice, an ice cream cone. And it was real. And for some reason, it like it was like soft when I went on. Um, and I think they left it out too long and it started uh. completely dripping everywhere on me and over my hand on my like thing. And I was singing because there's like a little short section where I acapella sing this little like weird chant song. And it was dripping everywhere. And so um, <laughs> at the end, I went and I like licked it. That's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a yeah, problem here, guys. Like, you know, let's, excuse me, you know. I know. You just got to keep going, you know. It's just that's how it is. hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Because you can get fake food, you know, even fake ice cream. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you got a wild hair dare and you went to New York. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that experience. You were doing a lot of cabaret mm-hmm. stuff and whatnot. Yeah, I actually, so I started out, I wasn't even in LA originally. I had this dead set idea that I was going to Broadway and I was going to do a Broadway show and that's what I was going to do. Like that was what I was really focusing on because I had never even tried out 
television really. So it was just musical theater. So I thought, why not go and just do what I'm good at? So I went to musical theater and I auditioned on Broadway a couple times. I actually got really close to being cast multiple times. But the thing was, is I was getting in the weird age of like, I went from being 4'11 to a year later, I was 5'2". And oh. if you're a Broadway person, you know that it's not exactly ideal for you to be taller whenever you're trying to be cast for kid parts. Cause there's very few and far between tween teen parts. Yeah. So that's kind of what it, my issue was. So I went over to Los Angeles and started venturing into film and television, which actually seemed to work out really great. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. so it all worked for you. That's great. Um, you're also on a show now. You're on Ghostwriter. That's on Apple TV. We'll talk about that in a second. But you've got new music, too. Tell me about Hey Honey. So I wrote Hey Honey actually a couple years back. So it's been in the, it's been in the holding room for a really long time and it's been waiting to be released. So I wrote that as the first song I've ever written on guitar. And I was inspired by, again, I'm going to root back to my Texas self. And I, I have these days when I go up with my country cousins and we're on the lake and we're boating and we're singing and we're, we're all like doing fun things, water skiing, everything under the sun. And I always was inspired to write music about memories or things that make me happy so I can try and make others happy with that. So I decided to write a song about those memories and, and that happy feeling that you get on those days. And that's where Hanny was born. That sounds so amazing. I want to hear this so I've, bad. I've <laughs> got it here, guys. This is new no music. Way. Let's listen. Yes. This is new music. Boy, she's what an actress. Uh, yeah, you know I had it. <laughs> new music from Dare McLeod. This is called Hey Honey, right here on Conversations Radio. Slow. And we'll park the car under the palm tree and I'm 
new music from Dermot Cloud that is called Hey Honey and uh, Bugs. Ugh. Yeah, again, Texas known for their bugs. Yeah, I mean, have you heard Texas bugs? This is it. I mean, yeah. That was so good. That yeah. song was so good. I'm going to put that on my playlist. Even though you know my playlist is sad music, I'm putting that on. Why sad? Why sad, though? I don't know. I just really like sad music. It makes me happy. It sounds weird, but it really does. But I feel the same way. Yeah, really? You do? Yes. I love, like, I feel like writing... It's like writing sad songs or like even listening to sad songs somehow has it's this paradox where it makes yeah. you feel so much serotonin when you're writing it or when you're listening to it. Exactly. It's just good. Well, that song yeah, is not good. sad. I mean, you are definitely living a life yeah. there. That was yeah. so cute. Your yeah. voice is so pretty. I'm like, oh, that was so beautiful. <laughs> so where did you where did you record that? So I recorded that in um Georgia. Yeah, Ooh. I recorded that in Georgia, which was a really cool experience. When I actually I recorded that, if I'm not mistaken, it was the same mic that the Pointer Sisters <laughs> recorded on, which was really cool experience to know that all that history was in the mic I recorded on. And wow. I, I hope that sometimes I could be I hope I could be as legendary as they were because they were incredible. Well, you're well on the way. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Hey, Thank you. let's stop down just one second. This is Conversations Radio, episode 137. Our co-host, Lilo Beyer. Our featured guest tonight is Dear McLeod, all the way from Texas. <laughs> hey, let's talk about Ghostwriter. So I actually auditioned for Ghostwriter during COVID. So it was a really interesting experience because I never actually got the chance to do many in-person auditions. I mostly was getting self-tapes at that time. And I got this and it had the secret project name, you know, nobody knew what it was. And I was about to get on a flight to go to Los Angeles for a different audition, I believe. And my mom said, you get two takes and then you gotta go. And in wow. those two takes, I got a call back. So that was a pretty incredible experience. Now, that's some so pressure. That's only some pressure. And you play Charlie. Yes. On this show. Tell me about the show. What's the show about? So Ghost Rider is a show about three unlikely friends who come together, united by this ghost, to help him solve this unfinished business. His unfinished business involves a stolen artifact that they need to return in order for everything to be set right and for him to be released into the world and ah. be at peace. So... We also, the fun thing about the show, the little twist, is that this ghost releases fictional characters from books to help us on our journey. So we also have to figure out how to get them back in the books and figure out what they're trying to tell us. And it's a lot of stories from, from like things like The Wizard of Oz and things like that. Yeah. So That's you, so interesting. Wow. I like that. Do you find mm -hmm. yourself researching, reading books to research for these, these episodes? Definitely. I actually... I got to reread a lot of my uh, old favorites. I got to read Mouse and the Motorcycle, which I never read before, but I had I had always like wanted to read, but I never got the chance to read it. And I I read it and I just I fell in love with that story. But we also got to read a bunch of old classics and new books were created just for the show. For example, the Leo El Magnifico book was just for this. So it had never been out before. And I actually 
he is one of my friends. So I begged him. I was like, I need a signed copy of this book because I know no one else will have it and I will be able to have bragging rights. So I, I got him to sign the book and I'm still teasing him about it to this day. <laughs> and you guys filmed in uh, Atlanta? No, we filmed in Toronto, which Toronto. was a really cool experience. Yeah. Tim yeah, Hortons. How was that? I, I had gotten to experience it and I was so, it was during the COVID, it was still during yeah. the lockdown. So we got a taste of it. So I'm hoping I can go back soon. But overall, the experience was absolutely incredible. I mean, getting to film essentially five miniature movies, that was the show as well, because each new character brought new scenery. So we went from filming in these little underground tunnels for uh, the Ralph episodes, and they were used by Nikola Tesla for wow. the water, water power, hydropower experience experiments. Sorry. And then... Um, we also got to film on a yacht and we got to film in this beautiful university, the University of Toronto. And it was just, it was cool because even though everything was closed down, we got to still experience some of Toronto, but in a different way. Did you go to Tim Hortons? Yes! I love Tim Hortons. I am so sad we don't have any here. I know. Uh, they had these cheesecake Biscoff donuts. Ooh. And... I got them and I fell in love with them. And then I cried when I left because I realized there weren't any here. <laughs> oh, I know. Biscoff cookies are great though. I love Biscoff Oh my God. Lilo? Oh yeah. Those are the best cookies. No one can eat just one. I mean, you, you got to take like a handful. And and if you dip them like in a hot drink, they like, they like, like they like fall apart. Yeah. They like fall apart and they like crumble. Mm, so good. So good. Yeah, we'll we'll mm -hmm. do a food episode one time and we'll talk about that. But we should. we should do like a food podcast episode that would be that so would be so good i literally i can talk for hours about my favorite foods. i want to say biscoff's got like a like a peanut butter thing going on too some biscoff thing and i actually think it's more like toffee is it okay like toffee. Toffee caramel because, yeah. yeah i'm not a fan of peanut butter so i don't think i would like oh, it i love it who knows? sometimes yeah no i really i can't stand peanut butter Derek, I like uh, I ban my siblings from buying it oh so that gosh. they can't eat it either because I don't Hello, like it at all. Uh, Debbie no. Downer, my goodness. I know, I know. It's not very nice of me. Uh, 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 I put myself first when it comes to peanut butter. Uh dare crunchy or creamy? Ooh, that's hard. I like creamy. Me too. I because I, I, I think it's a texture thing. It's also because I've had a bad experience where I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I bit down into it and one of the peanut pieces literally oh. went into the roof of my mouth and it Yikes. hurt so bad. Yikes. <laughs> but you survived. That's good. And I did. My favorite I'm stronger now. <laughs> and this is not the peanut butter podcast, folks, just so you know. Um yeah. peanut butter on an English muffin. That is the best. I've never tried that. Because it gets really melty and stuff. I mean, you gotta be careful. I mean it's not it's not a thing to eat in your car while you're driving, but Certainly, uh. <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. Well, again, uh, Ghost Rider. It's on Apple TV, and uh, this this is the, this is the second season. Is that what's going on now? Yes, this is the actually technically it's the third season, oh, but okay. the first season was just split into two. But we are the third season, and this season is the best yet. So I'm super excited. <laughs> great show, really good. Uh, great cast as well. And uh, tell me about uh, Crafty. How's Crafty for you guys? 
oh my gosh, it was the greatest experience ever. So I'd never gotten a crafty before. So this was my first real like food services. Like it was, I remember just being blown away. I I had like, I was like all of this on an app. I was scrolling and I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, I think with COVID, uh, crafty kind of became a challenge. I mean, there were some sets where they're giving food in in paper bags. So it's kind of, you know, but mm-hmm. back in the day, you you could go and you know breakfast burritos and all that stuff and good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I'm glad that the show is good. You are busy. You've done Danger Force as well as Coop uh, uh, and Cami Ask the World. We had Dakota Lotus on here a couple of years back. Hilarious oh. guy, very talented. And mm. uh, Danger Force, everybody's on that. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, very very cool. Lilo, you as well. You've had. Uh, a pretty spectacular career when you did um uh the singapore grip where did they film that um that was filmed in malaysia wow. um which is funny because it's called the singapore grip so you would think it was filmed in singapore um but it was malaysia um and that was it was an amazing experience um it was one of my first like really big sets um and so there was like hundreds and hundreds of people everywhere doing like every small detail um so it was just a great experience overall i loved it and i heard you know singapore grip and i said hey it's a story about a, a grip from singapore but not that kind of grip yeah it's about this like um family who live in singapore and then it's like about the war and the british occupation all that kind of stuff there's a lot of fighting it's it's a really interesting show i really liked it um and each episode was i think one hour each um and so it was yeah it was great story great cast and just a great experience overall when you're not doing that you were uh, performing the carnegie hall which is uh <laughs> just wow yes. wow i'm not worthy you. Um, as well as, uh, again you did um touring companies as well you did uh Evita, mm-hmm. and you did uh shrek yeah, Shrek. Mm-hmm. What role were you in Shrek? I was young Shrek. Oh my! You were young Shrek? I thought you. I was gonna say you were young Fiona. I didn't no. think Shrek. No, 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 no. I was young Shrek. I would come in hours before, um, and they would completely. I was in an outfit. I had to put on so many like layers, and then I had to like paint my whole face. They glued on a nose. <laughs> it was so fun. I like. I was young. I think, I don't know how old I was. I was maybe eight or nine. Oh my. And so every time I'd be dressed in my Shrek outfit, I'd take those like typical, like nine-year-old iPhone, like camera selfies in the oh, mirror. Sure, yeah. uh, I have so many of those <laughs> where I'm not even smiling. I'm just like, you know, trying to look all cool in my Shrek You got to post those. You should post those <laughs> No, maybe Instagram. I will. Yeah, that'd be funny. Maybe should. That yeah. would be a racket. <laughs> Like, that'd be so funny. Uh, and are you ready for this, dear? This is the this is the huge thing here. She actually performed with David Beckham. <gasps> I did. And I when I yeah, when I talked to him, I, I shook his hand. Um and then I was I was not gonna wash my hand for the rest of my life, uh, but then my mom yeah. please tell me you didn't. <laughs> so, sadly I did. But I really did not want to because I was like, I can be like, look, David Beckham touched this hand right here, but nice. yeah. you still feel his energy right here. <laughs> and musically, you've got a new song out as well. 
Mm-hmm. It's called yeah. uh, Boys Like You. Tell me about that. Um, okay, so this song, um, my first EP was more, the songs were all half were more happy, you know, about like the good things. Like I talked about my friends um, and just like my life and my passion. And then this new song, I wanted to go in a different direction and I just tried something completely new. And so it's more poppy and it's about kind of relationships and boys being jerks. Um, And I have personally never had a bad experience with a guy, Um, but I know a lot of people who have, and I think teenagers' first relationships can be really scary and can sometimes end badly or can be hard. Um, And so I just wanted to write something that other people could relate to. And so I wrote the song called Boys Like You. (laughs) All righty. By the way, we've got the song right here. New music from Lilo Byer. This is called Boys Like You right here on Conversations Radio.
New music from Lilo Byer. Boys like you. Wow. That was so That's good. That's amazing. Thank you. Really, Thank really you. good. Where did you record that? I recorded that in um, more like Orange County area. Okay. Well, yeah, my first EP was recorded in like downtown Los Angeles, but I moved over a bit um, and I did Orange County, which was fun. You can record anywhere. Oh, yeah. You know, and now there's Pro Tools and you could um, do it at your house. You know? Yeah. That's um a great song. Wow. Thank really you. good. Is it, is it a sad song, really? I don't think is it. Um, not so much sad, more like angry, angry, like, <laughs> like mad. <laughs> Issues. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That'd be a good song. Issues. I like that. Good title. That could go anywhere. Issues. Yeah. She's already, worked. the wheels are already turning. Hey. We'll make a collab called Issues. There you yeah! go. You guys, you and, <laughs> da- you and Dare should, should collab for sure. We should. That would be oh, really fun. We should, that would be so fun. Yeah. Mm. Ideas spark. <laughs> Again, Dare McLeod here with my co-host Lilo Bayer. We are out of time. We actually went over. I told you, my. I know. Will you guys both come on again? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And by the way, Lilo, I got to say, your mom is so sweet. Oh, she is the coolest, <laughs> and uh, she totally supports. And uh, Dare as well. Your parents. Uh, believe in you and uh, they, they've they've gotten you this far and you've done the footwork and uh, wow a little bit of Whataburger and uh, a little bit of Tim Hortons and, <laughs> and you're just okay uh, Dara where can they find your, your new music? They can find my new music on Apple Music Spotify pretty much anywhere you can stream music you'll find me and again now the show is Ghostwriter that's on Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. You've rocked it. And again, check out our IMDb. You've got a website as well, Dare? I have an Instagram. My Instagram is D-A-I-R-E underscore M-C-L-E-O-D. Dare McLeod. Thank you so much. Lilo, we're not... happy to be here. Glad to have you. And Lilo, we're not done with you yet. Um, Where can they find your music? Um, my music, uh, the same. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, and anywhere where you find music, I'm sure you can find it there. Any new projects coming up you can talk about? Yeah, I have one new song coming out. I don't know when yet, but in the next couple of months, which will be fun. It's called Shipwreck. And then I have a few upcoming projects. Okay. Uh, and movies that have been pushed back because of COVID, and yeah. I just finished filming one, so a lot of exciting news coming. And they can follow you online as well, right? Yeah, um, all my socials are Lilo Buyer, L I L O B A I E R. Dear McLeod and Lilo Buyer, I thank you. Thank you for having us. What and a it was great... so nice meeting you, Dare. It was what so a nice great show. You too. I'm, so, I'm in your corner from now on. I like you that. Can, I'm in yours. You can always get on me. <laughs> it's like I say, we all support, which is great. And Conversations Radio is kind of there uh, as sort of a conduit, but uh, certainly it's a blast to bring people on. And you know, no list of questions. It's just a conversation. So yeah, you know, you don't. There's no ambushing or whatnot. But glad to have you guys on again. Thanks again. Thank you. Hey, folks, yeah. that's going to be a wrap right here. Hey, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm-hmm.